Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 122. My guest for today is John Wilburn, the organizer of the No Name Nationals. But Chris, what are the No Name Nationals? You're about to find out. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth. And I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter. And this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. John Wilburn is in the house, so let's get this show on the road. John, what's Howdy. up? So, you know, when you have an 8 p.m. appointment, you know the best time for a computer crash? 747. <laughs> I couldn't have timed that worse. So, that, very I, sorry. Wasn't trying to hold people in the queue. Not I, at all, I knew man. you'd hold the floor, but man, I hate being late. And it's just, it's the way it goes. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I've been in that situation so many times. I learned that even showing up early, something bad happens. Uh, yeah. Like, right. It's one of those things. If you're running 15 minutes early, you'll get a flat tire on the way. <laughs> yeah, but, um, every- but it's just that it was it was just one of those kind of days all the way around. <laughs> uh, we had, to, had a computer pr- crash at seven forty seven. I'm like, this is not happening, right? <laughs> so I was just about to go to Plan B and take my camera down and put my iPhone and the iPad. I said, okay, what's going to take longer? This thing to run all these updates and stuff, or or to go to backup? So I stayed the course and maybe like <laughs> so right before this, I was getting some work done and I'm, I'm sharing videos for the no name nationals and I made an embarrassing typo on one <laughs> and the poster caught it. I fixed that, but it's just been one of those, those days that we've, you know, but uh, it, it, it's a labor of love doing this for the no name nationals, but man, it, yeah. it's, it, it was been a crazy day. Yeah, man. I, you know, back in high school, to graduate high school, you have to have a senior project. And I chose to do a car show and just a car show in a high school parking lot was a ginormous pain in the ass. So I can't even imagine what, you know, especially with all the legalities involved. Cause of course I think, Hey, just invite a bunch of people to a high school parking lot. There's your car show. Oh no, you need insurance. Cause it's on school grounds and right. you know, you're thousands of dollars. Like so, uh, people just don't understand what it really takes to organize these events, oh, even, even oh, small goodness. events, like a car show in a high school parking lot. I mean, it was gosh, a full year of planning, organizing, fundraising and all that. So I don't envy anybody <laughs> that uh, takes on the task of, creating an event that's, you know, for the community. So thank you. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a good learning experience. I'm getting to learn a lot of the stuff that Dallas is really familiar with, all of the uh, the, the dealings with the racetracks and that kind of thing. And it's, it's interesting. So I'm learning that side of this. And Dallas is getting to learn a lot more of the YouTube and the personalities and the kind of things they want and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a good experience for both of us. We're learning the stuff that we wouldn't have otherwise. No, absolutely. Um, everybody in the chat, just to make sure, can you hear John and myself? Well, I just want to make sure that everybody's good to go. I, I think you guys can, yes. um, <laughs> just to make sure, uh, cause I, much like, um, how annoying it is when you get a typo and you have to go in and fix it. I hate when I record a whole show and I realize that I, I selected the wrong mic and the microphone that is recording is the webcam mic and my podcast sounds like garbage <laughs> It annoys me. So I have to double check, triple check now just to make sure. Um, 
Perfect. I guess we're good to go. John? Yeah, I mean, I can I can hear you. Perfect. Uh, why don't – so for all the folks that are joining us from Facebook, they may not know who you are because you're not on Facebook. You're, uh, you're a YouTube guy. So why don't you tell um, the people that are watching from Facebook and that will be listening to this later who you are. Yeah, they're saying loud and, and clear, but I do have a little bit of feedback on my end. And I don't have any browser tabs open. Interesting. Hold on one second. Let me make sure it's not me. No, it's probably not. It's probably on my end. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sometimes my, my Wi-Fi here is, um, or even my Ethernet is uh, a little wishy-washy sometimes. So sometimes I get a delay. Um, but uh, everybody in the chat sounds good. Okay. All right. Let's just let's roll with it, John. Let who me, are you? Me, Who's let John? Let me let myself from back in. Maybe that'll help. Okay. Sounds good. You guys in the chat, who's got the delay, me or him? Brian's in the shop trying to stay warm. Uh, you got a, a long road to Sykeston ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> I imagine there's going to be some long nights and long days in that shop. I think it might be John. And we're we're back to one. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, it must be on John's end then. Sometimes that happens, but he is back. We'll get him back on screen. Yeah, I'll try this again. I'm sure it's on my end. Uh, I suspect I've been working my machine too hard today, and <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. So first thing, you, you know, we've got a date change on this event. I keep my counter right here, so we got a. Cross off the 222. We're going to be adding a, about 35 days. Okay. okay. We're moving back a few weeks. We're going to have the um, the announcement tomorrow, 3 p.m. here uh, on my channel. So okay. we're going to talk about the date, why it had to move, and all that stuff. I'll be live with Dallas to discuss that. But uh, it's unavoidable. And so there were several options. We took the least bad one. And so we said we will keep the venue, move the date. The weather will be better. So there's always going to be things that are better for some people, not as good for others. That's the nature of making a change like this. I can say the weather should be nicer. It'll be still nice and warm a few weeks later. Instead of being 100 degrees, it may be 80. <laughs> so it, it, it'll be good, but it's... It, it's not what you want to do. You don't want to light the fuse on a cannon of publicity and then have to get all the toothpaste back in the tube. But that's what we've been doing for two days. Wow. I definitely don't envy that. Um, how, how many people do you have registered for the event right now? We have a handful. We probably have a dozen okay. registered, but there's a okay. whole lot of people who've already made their videos and commitments and everything. They just haven't gone to the cart yet. And yeah. I've had to pause that for a couple of days because of this snafu. If it weren't for that, we would have a lot more. Um, mostly we have, we have some big rest. names registered, though. I mean, we we've got some pretty big channels already registered. A lot of big callouts. Um, Unity Motorsports Garage, Uncle Tony's Garage, Just Mopar Joe. We got a, we got a lot of people pre-registered for this, and um, a lot of others just have not gone there yet. They'll be able to tomorrow. They'll be able to register. Um, where are people supposed to go to register? So I'm going to reopen the cart tomorrow. Once okay. I get confirmation, it'll be no name nationals.com that okay. sends them directly to registration. Okay. Um, 
for people that may be just joining us or listening to the show and didn't and didn't uh, <laughs> listen last night or maybe aren't in the YouTube uh, world, tell us about the No Name Nationals, what the event's going to entail, and uh, all the fun details that everybody's going to be asking, all the frequently asked questions. Hey, all the people just tuning in, they missed a, a good show miss <laughs> <laughs> for me. The No Name Nationals. So a lot of people said that have said, well, there should be a meetup. There should be a meetup for YouTubers, a meetup for our group at the track. And, and I've heard this for years and years and years. Well, I said, well, let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. So the first phone call I made was to Dallas Brown, president of AHRA, perfect strategic partner to do this with. He's been wonderful to work with. And we figured out uh, the, the best track, the best everything to make this happen. And I got to tell you, I was concerned about Sykeston because of where it is. Dallas said, no, middle of the country. I said, yeah, but the population's not in the middle of the country. But the, 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 that location people have really embraced. And I think the track itself is great. It's going to work good for what we want to do. So we've had that. Then we said, okay, this needs to be for YouTube content creators. So we set a minimum threshold of 500 subscribers just so that the participants have that they've had skin in the game and they have have invested some of themselves in making a channel that people will follow. Right. And it kind of separates the doers and the dreamers a little bit. And dreamers are good. OK, but but if they get out there and do it, then, you know, they'll have a bona fide channel and, and that kind of thing. That's what we're looking for. I said, these guys are going to make the show. We just need to provide the venue and organize it and get them together. And I'm sure they will. I, I bet you the burnout contest we have will rival anything done anywhere ever because these are YouTubers, right? If, if they come out and blow something up, it's a success. They get content. <laughs> so we, we knew the concept was, was going to be popular and the response has been overwhelming. What... Uh as far as I'm sure people are going to ask, Hey, is there prize money involved? There's there trophies, awards. Well, what, what can we expect? There's certainly going to be trophies. Okay. So I got a trophy like this from a friend of mine for putting cab mounts in his truck. Okay. We'll have trophies probably sort of like this. We're going to have an award for the, uh, the biggest oil down. We're going to have an award for the biggest wheel stand. We'll have a, a, a lowest ET award. We'll have an award for, I can't believe that made it here. So the vehicle <laughs> that just, it just shocks everybody actually made it here. We're going to have an award for that. We're going to have uh, the Cinderella award. The Cinderella award is going to be for that channel that needed 500 subs and they ground and they worked and they shared their content and they got there. So the most inspiring story or whatever of that group, and we have several, is going to win the Cinderella award. And so after we get this set up, again, this is a new category. It's a first year event. I'm going to be probably looking for some sponsors and such as time goes on. So if, if we can add things that kind of improve things and raise the stakes and whatnot along the way, great. That's, that's awesome, man. Um, this is a eighth mile track or quarter mile. I've never been to Jeffers. It, it's an eighth mile track. It's okay. owned by uh, Larry Jeffers. And he builds chassis. He's in the pro mod scene. So this is one of those really good, well-prepped eighth-mile tracks like they have the, you know, the pro mod races and stuff at. So it, it should be a really good venue. Now, I, I'm, I'm one of those weirdos who looks at crazy things for sale. And one thing that I, I often look at is tracks for sale. Right. And, 
Is it still for sale? Yeah, yeah, he's had it for sale off and on. Um, as with any real estate transaction, your pre-existing contracts would come with the sale. Sure. Okay. So we're good on the date if there is a new owner. So, okay. so there's always a transition and a plan. You could never sell a racetrack in the middle of the season and, and void all the dates. It would never work. And a new owner wouldn't want that anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're, we're good there. But uh, yeah, he, he's got it for sale. Who knows? Maybe this event will bring somebody out that says, hey, I'd like to own this place after it's over. Who knows? Uh, a couple times a year, I always check uh, drag strips for sale to see if there's any in a place that I want to move to. And it's a reasonable price. <laughs> I mean, it's less than a million dollars to get yourself an eighth mile I track. Think, I think he had it at 800K. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. More than, re- in my opinion, more than reasonable. I've seen some crazy tracks go for millions of dollars. But um, it's, it's definitely... Uh, something that I look at for fun just to see what's out there for sale. And I, I thought that is when, when we started talking about it, I was like, ah, oh, that sounds familiar. But I look at so much stuff that um, I had to check again and I was like, Oh my God, it is the one that's for sale. I was like, Oh, that's, that makes things a little interesting, but that's cool that it won't affect. Um, and I wouldn't expect it to, but definitely interesting when uh, a track is for sale because dreamers like myself, speaking of doing and dreaming, I probably won't be buying a racetrack, but I will be dreaming about owning one. <laughs> hey, you're a doer. You had an idea for a podcast and <laughs> you made one. That's that's, that's true. Podcast a little easier. <laughs> this event has inspired people to, to, you know, get with it. There's guys going out in seven and eight degree weather, working on their stuff, getting ready for this event. So that just thrills me. Yeah, I had a guy that reached out to me um, this morning who was saying that he would love to participate, but he's only got seven subscribers. And I was like, I was like, oh, well, start making content. And he starts, check this out. He starts listing all the cars he has and the list. I'm like, dude, if you did one video on each of those cars, write keywords, (laughs) you're in, dude. You got Uh, it. Yeah, it's 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 always interesting when uh, events like this happen um not like this specifically obviously because this is a first of its kind but when people get psyched up for something like crazy brian from dust devil garage building a car from the ground a shell <laughs> that's he's got his work cut out for him he's got his work cut out for him but uh i'm rooting for him i i, I can't wait to see what happens with that and all the call outs that are uh gonna be happening um is there a, a platform where people can see these call outs and things like that so yes yeah, so public we- Again, these are the these are all content creators. That's the participants. So they're doing yeah. it on their channels. Cool. Now I've asked them, and I'm asking anybody watching this, hashtag your video no name nationals because that will help people find it. And then when I find them, I share them. And then if, awesome. if I'm you know doing my job right, I don't I don't mess up the tags on them like I did the last one <laughs> I shared. But no, the the. Uh, I'm trying to share everything. I'm trying to get it in the community tab on my channel so that when people have videos related to the no name nationals, we get them there. So my, my channels practically turned into a news feed for this thing. <laughs> and that's, I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's, it's good information to know. Cause for a guy like me that, you know, dabbles in YouTube, I didn't even know there was a community tab on YouTube. So I'm still learning all this stuff. And I know that the people on Facebook are probably some of them anyway, are going, wow, there's a community on Facebook or on uh, YouTube. That's crazy. So definitely uh, go check that out. Um, and, you know, like John was saying, there's so many content creators involved with this, that there's going to be content out the wazoo leading up oh, to this event. Oh yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There, there's going to be, 
the racing is great. I, we may have enough call out exhibition stuff to just load up a day with that. We're going to have the monkey <laughs> bike challenge. The monkey bike challenge. If you've ever been to tractor supply, I think they're nationwide, mm -hmm. but it's a, it's a store that sells, you know, farm and feed stuff and all. And they have these little miniature Coleman bikes. They're, they're about the smallest bike that a grown person can ride and they're cheap. Right. And anyway, we have a class just for the Coleman 100 CTU, I think is the number on it. And we have a few rules to keep people from turning them into motorcycles. Okay. We don't <laughs> want anybody making a 150 mile an hour, you know, many, these are like Shriner bikes. Okay. <laughs> we don't want anybody doing that. We don't want to be changing the gears again. We just got to keep it safe. But other than some minimal rules, go wild. We don't care what you do to it. So the monkey bike challenge is for people who want to get in on that. It's all in good fun. And again, we'll be looking for a sponsor for the monkey bike challenge. So we'll, we're going to have some fun with that. <laughs> That's awesome. And I know that we're talking about this on the, on uh, talking Mopars, but it is open to all vehicles. Oh, of course. We've, we've yeah. got a lot of Fords coming, a lot of Chevys. All makes are coming already. <clears throat> Im import guys, anything's welcome. If it has an engine or motor, because you know, we, we live in this electric car age and people want to come there and bring the hate. That's fine. So engine slash motor and wheels, bring it. Awesome. What, what a ton of fun. Um, how many people, just so that we can get an idea of, you know, um, limited space, how right. many people can register for this event? Uh, should be about 550 to 600, somewhere right in that neighborhood. That's about what we can get on participant registration. And then okay. spectators, it's going to be whatever the fire marshal would allow. So we'll, yep. we'll deal with that problem. If we have so many spectators that we have to close the gates, that'd be a great problem to have. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, we'll just see what happens there. But I'm anticipating spectators wanting to come out and meet their favorite content creators because we're going to have more YouTube automotive content creators in one spot than has ever been assembled before. Yeah, definitely. Uh Definitely is going to be interesting. And I know that um, the question was asked before, but I know that some people are just tuning in, just finding out about this event through this podcast. Um, it's a prep track. Oh, yes. A well-prep yeah. track. I mean, I know no prep is the rage and all that, but you know what? <laughs> Come run on a prep track. See yeah. See what the vehicle can do. Get some 60-foot action. Yeah. That'll be that'll be good. Um and so, so we're looking at an event for content creators. You have to have a minimum of 500 subscribers. What if yes. a guy like me goes, you know, John, I really want to participate in this event. I've got 495 subscribers. If you can't find five subscribers. <laughs> no, the idea is, is that we just want to set the bar there to encourage people to make it happen. If we had somebody who started with seven and they've made a new video every week and they have four ninety five, you really think we want to keep that person out? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I, I think what would happen is, is that we could shoot a video that says, hey, it's the morning of. We're about to open the gates. I'll subscribe to this guy. He'll get his subs. So I think anybody who puts forth the effort is going to get it. You know, I think a good sponsor for this uh, event may be GoPro. <laughs> I think GoPro. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, you know, one thing is, is uh, I would love to see the grassroots sponsors come out since these are the uh, grassroots content creators and, uh, you know, people who, who have, they, they work in the 
space in the business, but they're, you know, the mom and pop type machine shops, these kind of people, I think they'd make great sponsors. But again, you know, we're going to look at that as time goes on. It's a brand new category. There's nothing that carries over from a last year because there's never, it's never been done before. So everything we're doing here is fresh. So we, we have to engage sponsors and I'm having to do things in a sequence. So right now uh, we're getting our registration set back up tomorrow. We're going to have that uh, explanation video and take questions. Dallas and I will. And then back full speed ahead doing the registration. And um, every day I have a few new registrations trickle in. I have a lot of email inquiries. We've had channels uh, inquire everywhere from five subscribers to 800,000 and everywhere in between. So there's some big channels that are interested and it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. And the idea is to make it sell out so that we can have a second annual No Name Nationals, correct? Right. We want to sell it out, but put everything into this event because mm -hmm. we don't want to think, well, I'll catch the next one. If this one doesn't go yep. over, there's not a next one. So let's make this one happen like it's the only one there is. Let's put on the show of shows. Um, I, I fully expect it to be a success. Uh, is um, I know that with some annual shows, let's just say that it is a success and we expect it to be, um, and you are going to do it next year. Are you going to try to aim for the same time frame, or is this still up in the air? It, it's up in the air, but we'll see. Next year, if we do something next year, we have some advantages because we'll have a year behind us. It gives us a big head start on everything that we couldn't have any head start on this year. Uh, it's going to give us a little bit more leverage with tracks and things like that. So, so we'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes with the time of year. We'll see how it goes with the track. All you can do is see how the first one goes and then go from there. How long have you been preparing for this event, you know, from concept to, you know, execution? I don't think you even answer that. This is one of these things that you probably thought has been a good idea for years. <laughs> yeah. But I got serious about working on this probably about August. Okay. That's probably when, when I really started putting pen to paper and, and, and working this through. And we've been working on it ever since with the idea of being a New Year's Eve uh, announcement. And then in Dallas, of course, he had COVID, so we could we had to back the announcement up a few days. Then right after the announcement, we have the date snafu. So we, we've been battling a few little problems here with it, but I, I think we're going to get through these just fine. And uh, come tomorrow, everything's going to be running smooth again, and we'll just keep registering people. And the enthusiasm is really high. It stayed really high. The response has actually kind of surprised me. It's more than I thought it was going to be. That's great. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to stay uh, optimistic and assume that there's going to be a second one. Um, is Jeffers going to be like the home for no name nationals moving forward? We'll see. We'll see how this one goes. Okay. See how much they want it the next year. See how much people okay. want to go back there. See if we outgrow it. There's a lot of ifs in that, sure. um, but it's anything is possible. It is kind of in the middle of the country. I like that. And I didn't make it close to me. So I didn't do anything self-serving. It's a long <laughs> haul for me. It's it it would take it would take an entire day of driving for me to get there. Uh, are you gonna be participating in this event? I'm probably gonna be too busy to be raised. Sure. So sure. the only participant I mean, I may participate on the show, the show that makes the purest cringe. <laughs> That's possible. But uh, more than likely 
I'm going to be roving around making sure this runs as smoothly as possible for all the participants because this thing is about you guys. So if I help you guys make this successful, that's what it's all about. Awesome. Yeah, I just said I, I was seeing <laughs> some questions in the comments about location. And then uh, one, let me see if I can find it here. Um, mostly old parts and rust says he's worried about the date. I don't know. Are you going to share the new about. date tomorrow? Yeah, we'll have the new date tomorrow. Okay. We're just backing it okay. up a few weeks, but but I want concrete confirmation on that first thing in the morning. Okay. Scheduled our live, and then the idea there is is that that way we don't we don't want to have any other date out there. We don't want any confusion. We just want to be mm. sure before we announce. So out of an abundance of precaution, we're going to announce that tomorrow. But I've already got the card updated, the flyer updated, everything. I'm just waiting on the hundred percent back in writing thing from Dallas before I send sure. it live. Yeah, uh, as a as a content creator myself, I find myself seeing. I, I get excited for the new events, and I just look at the list of events that I want to attend, and it's just it's so crazy. Uh, I I always say, you know, the more the merrier. Um, but uh, this is an event that I'm I'm really looking forward to, mostly because I'm such a I'm such a proponent for content creators. You know, I like I like the uh, blue yeah. collar underdog yes. <laughs> type of guy. Um, but uh, like you said, there's been some uh, big channels out there that have been reaching out oh, and yeah. that that are pretty excited about it. So if if oh, you're yeah. a smaller channel and you know you're looking at some of these big channels like. Oh man, I, I bet I could beat that car. You know, this is your opportunity this to put your, your put, your, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> this is your chance. We have we have a lot of very well known creators. I, I want again. I want to be sure. I don't want to announce anybody who's not pre registered. Some people who are pre registered, I'm glad to announce. Just Mopar Joe. I'm actually wearing <laughs> the JMJ colors today. <laughs> but we have a lot of well known content creators that are going to be there. And uh, what I plan to do is is because we have several months into the future, we're going to be doing you know more lives, more videos, some commercials, and then we can talk about creators who have signed up as we go. Yeah, that's the idea. So for anybody that wants to stay up to date on that, check out John's channel, which is John Wilburn. Um, Very, very easy to find. Uh, And uh, hopefully there will be a lot of call outs on there. I would like I would it would be a lot easier to have a central location where we can see, you know, who's going to be showing up and stuff like that. So I I believe yesterday we were talking about that a little bit where um, we'll be able to have that that location that we can go to, which is your channel and the community over there to uh, keep track of who's going to show up so you can watch their content and stuff sure. like that. Sure. That, that's how you're going to ultimately keep up with this is yeah. if you are a content creator, please let the viewers know, Hey, we got an entry for the no name nationals just today. Uh, Duddy's adventure put out a video that he's doing a build for the no name nationals and he hashtagged it. So it's easy to find and all that. And I shared it. Good. Let your viewers know because they would want to come see you. If you're a viewer and your favorite content creators have not declared, get in their videos and their comments and say, hey, what are you bringing to the No Name Nationals? Just <laughs> that's that's the two-way street here. And that's how it'll work. Um, as far as uh, participating in the event, um, I, I know that some people that are going to be tuning into this didn't tune into the initial announcement. So uh, <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of all the stuff that I, I want to make sure that I would, I, w- I would ask if... Um, sure. 
if I didn't know. Um, one thing would be uh, tech inspections, standard sure. stuff, right? So the, the tech inspections, first of all, we're not looking to hammer on anybody. And if there's something that is just so patently unsafe, it can't go down a track <laughs> in the discretion of tech inspectors, it can always be on the show field. But yeah. we don't want to be that way. So you, at a minimum, you're going to have to have a radiator overflow bottle, okay? And you're going to have to have a battery hold down, okay? Can't have wire hanging out of the tires, et cetera, et cetera. But those basic safety rules apply to any track you go to. If your car is quick enough that you're going to need things like a roll bar, roll cage, these type of things, you're pretty much already going to know it and already going to have it. So just know that this event is going to be pretty similar to running at any track. Uh, we, we do want people to be safe. So your basic, you know, ET requirements, speed requirements for things are in place. That's um, the, but however, but this is a good opportunity to run things down the track people may never never have seen. So, for instance, I had an inquiry: Can somebody run his rock crawling truck down the track? Sure, <laughs> go for it. Cement mixer, uh, whatever you we, you can. If, as long as it's safe, we don't care. You can run practically anything down the track. Awesome. Um, one thing that uh, I've been a huge fan of lately is um, when the sun goes down. I don't know. It brings me back to the old street racing days. And uh, are, are we going to be able to run at night uh, at Jeffers? We're going to have to see what the, the time looks like, you know, with okay. the event. Uh, you know, do we want to have a certain, you know, time? Uh, because I'm basically, this is a big party where there's a racetrack. Mm -hmm. So we kind of need to gauge it and see. We're going to lay out an itinerary as we go. Just know that there's going to be two full days of YouTube automotive debauchery here. And we haven't set a schedule just yet. Uh, we should be good to open gates for people who are camping a little bit earlier, like on the Thursday. Okay. But uh, we're, we're going to have to set a, a – we'll have a reasonable schedule. Uh, all, I, all I'm saying is I wouldn't be mad if uh, the floodlights had to turn on. And we ran into the night and maybe when the sun goes down, maybe that's when we shut the tree off and we do it old school. I don't know. I don't know if that's. Well, we're going to have something for everyone when it comes to the way we run. We're going to have a bracket. because Some of you guys are ringers and you know how to cut lights and, and that kind of thing. We do have some pretty accomplished bracket racers who are good content. Yeah. Creators. Uh, then there's people, you know, like me who, who, you know, couldn't cut a light, you know, on leaves on a sundial. That's fine. Too. We have exhibition. We have call out classes. And, and here's another thing that a lot of guys need to know. You can negotiate these races. So if you want to negotiate some car lengths or say, I'll run you naturally aspirated, you get one kit, uh, no slicks versus slicks, this, this kind of thing. If you remember the old show Pinks, they would negotiate like that. You guys can do that here too. We, we can have that here. Awesome. And figure uh, out what you want to do on your channels when you call each other out and you can pre-negotiate that first race before you ever get there and then negotiate uh, a best of three or when, after you get there, you can do that. I'm sure there's going to be some under the table cash, cash. Uh, there, cash there's cash going on, on the table for one headline in uh, match match slash grudge race. However you want to look at it, uh, Uncle Tony's Garage Bottle Rocket running the uh, Unity Motorsports Garage Casper. That is going to be a good race. I think it's going to surprise some people. I will not pick a favorite, declare either one. I'm friends with both of them, but I can't wait <laughs> to see that one. One and done. Off the trailer, $2,500 on the ooh, line. Ooh. So they're, they're I'll be at the line. Early. I'll be and at the line holding some money. <laughs> that's just the first declared match we've had. I mean, there's a lot of other ones I know that are in the works. So okay. we'll, we'll see. 
All right, that that just up the stakes a little bit because I think there's some people you know that watch what goes on on TV and they're like, God, yeah. that'd be fun. Uh, that's going to happen here. Um, Unlike TV, this is real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything we do is real. That's why oh. we have so many of these little nagging little problems we're working through because you really sure. are seeing it in real time. This is not like Discovery Channel where if we have a little thing we're working through, you say, okay, there's 20 minutes until top of the hour. I know when they're going to get it worked out. It's not like that. This this is as, as real as it gets. And this event is a uh, two-day event or a three-day event? I'm sorry, Chris. Could you repeat that? Uh, is this a two-day event or a three-day yes, event? It'll okay. be a two-day event. So our original date, well, we did a Friday-Saturday split. We're going to do the same. It'll be a Friday-Saturday split. Okay. And, and you know, no matter what two days you pick, there's going to be something that doesn't work for somebody. But sure. the Friday-Saturday seems to be pretty popular, and, and we're going to keep that. We'll announce that tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. So um, for everybody that wants the concrete date to get all that information, you're going live tomorrow. What time? Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so it'd be noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be live on my channel with uh, AHRA President Dallas Brown, and we will give the concrete date. Today, there was a meeting at, uh, at Jeffers. It's where everybody is making sure they're on the same page to guarantee this date. And uh, we'll give details on that tomorrow. But uh, we just want this to be a great event. I know it's going to be. And uh, now you got just a little bit more time to get ready. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a this is one of those events where I'm like, now is the opportunity for the trolls to come out of the woodwork Go and, for it. and uh, put their money where their mouth is. You sure. know, we see these trolls and now you get a chance to run all the people that you talk smack about. So it'll, it'll be of a lot course. of fun. I can't I can't we're, wait we're, to see it. Listen, all these like right now, I could probably tell you by names and trolls watching this <laughs> just so they can go rush to hate on it later. <laughs> but I'm telling you, we're going to tell you tomorrow, we'll announce a date, we'll tell you exactly when we'll be there, tell you exactly where we're going to be. They can get a spectator ticket for 15 bucks, just like anybody else, and can come tell it to our face. Uh, that's a that's a good um, a point there. Uh, spectators, 15 bucks. How much does it cost to participate in the event? Participant registration is $50 for either day, 75 for both. Spectator tickets are discounted if you buy them online. They're $15 if you a day if you buy them online, either Friday or Saturday. If you buy them at the gate, they're $20 a piece. So awesome. save yourself some money and buy spectator tickets in advance. <laughs> um, I do want to say that this is a Mopar channel. And anybody that's going to the No Name Nationals, I would love to promote whatever projects you're working on. So if you want to come on the show and uh you know talk some smack uh, we'll tag it for uh john to post on his channel uh, but i i would i would love to get all the people with mopars that are going to participate in the no name nationals on the show just to talk um and see what they're working on and stuff that'll for be a lot sure of fun. for sure we we we're going to keep this going of course all year long but the content just seems to be unlimited uh, i typically will have uh, an interview type live stream every other week on my channel uh, the next one I have coming up is going to be January 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern with Simpson Speed Shop. Oh, okay. But, but going through the year, we're going to be having people who are attendees at this event. So anybody who's pre-registered or working on something, that's who I'm going to be looking to to have as my live guests. 
Awesome. And we can talk about your personal road to Sykeston. And sure. Because it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. Like one one guest that I fully intend to have is uh is Nolan from Wild Rose Garage. He's trailering 30 hours from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. <laughs> and he's gonna bring something that's Oldsmobile powered. That's what he runs. It could be his cutlass, but what he's trying to build and, and get there in is his uh 1960 Studebaker. Oh, really? 455 volts power, bringing that down all the way from Canada. And I wow. talk about hardcore. And he's another guy that's still is a little bit short on the subscribers. And, and his content's wonderful. He's really smart. Uh, so go subscribe to him, Wild Rose Garage. He needs a few more, and he'll get it. Awesome. I've been taking a couple notes here because I'm horrible with remembering stuff. But uh, all right. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because I've helped promote a couple of events in the past and, you know, promoting muscle cars at the strip and whatnot. Um, and usually the promotion happens like right, right, you know, at like the 11th hour. They're like, all right, let's promote the hell out of it. We've got pretty much, you know, we'll call it we'll call it six months with plenty of leeway. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm imagining eight months or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's so much prep time, um, for guys, once again, like Brian, that are building a car from scratch, <laughs> uh, plenty of time to get everything going and, um, get out there to Sykeston and uh, uh, run it down the track. Speaking of Aaron Henry, I see him in the comments. He's in Australia. He's already got a spectator <laughs> ticket. Wow. Well, Aaron, mean, that is some dedication. I'm telling you, we've got three countries represented so far. Canada's represented. And I'm talking Bridged. We have Canada, Australia, United States. Nobody from Mexico yet. I will almost certainly have somebody from Mexico here soon. But we have four countries represented. So, oh, and, and Lunar Outlaws coming from New York. So make that four. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, another thing I wanted to uh, address was uh, lodging. Um, there's hotels right. around Sykeston, I imagine. Yeah, if you if you look online, uh, there are hotels in Sykeston. They're a few miles from the track because tracks, all tracks, almost all tracks are out in the county a little bit, and yeah, that helps sure. with noise things like that. Uh, there's also camping available there at the track. Uh, they do have a very limited number of AC hookups for power, like AC, okay. AC power, but they do have a lot of room for rustic camping. They have shower houses. So you've got some options there. And then, of course, you know, with the Airbnb stuff, that's even more options, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not too familiar with the state of Missouri. What's the closest airport? Probably, if I had to guess, Branson. Geographically, okay. Memphis is probably even closer. Really? Okay. Yeah, because oh, yeah, you're right above Memphis, Tennessee. But I will tell you this. Memphis is one dangerous, sketchy place, and I would recommend flying in somewhere else. <laughs> you know, I when I was driving uh, semis over the road, one of my stops was in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. I, I pulled into the truck stop. It was like 2 a.m., and uh, it was the only time I ever ran into a lot lizard. They do exist. <laughs> they're, they're, I thought they were mythical, but no. I ran into one. She no, had about two, no, two teeth. <laughs> the, the, the stop where uh, where I usually get fuel when I'm going to, to the middle of Tennessee, like to visit Uncle Tony's garage or down that way, there's a there's a nice stop in Dandridge. And I was just, because that stop there is nice and clean, everything, good parking, easy in and out if you have a trailer. And sure enough, I saw a lot of lizards there. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> right in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, 
it's wild. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, oh I'm, yeah. I, St. Louis is my, my, probably the closest. Dust Devil Garage. Oh, okay. He lives there. He says St. Louis is the biggest major airport. Yeah, I did think okay. I should ask him, and there he is. He's got us. Okay, cool. Um, that's probably I. I can't imagine that I'd be driving out just because it's such a. I've already got my vacation scheduled, so it's gonna for me. It's gonna be like a a cannonball <laughs> plane ride down. Right. Um, but uh, I, I've got some friends in the area, and we were talking about putting something together uh, to hopefully participate in this event. So we'll see what yeah. happens with that. No guarantees yet, but uh, it, it would be kind of fun because like a lot of my buddies. Uh, that I work with are in that, you know, that little three state, you know, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri. Um, I've got some friends down there. So we're we're talking about some stuff. Well, Ruben from Muscle City Madness, he is trailering out from Phoenix. It's 30 hours for him, but he's planning on bringing a motor home and bringing his 69 Roadrunner. And by the way, so we got Mr. Rotter's neighborhood in the house. And for those of you who don't know, that's like the personal channel for AHRA President Dallas Brown. And, and he, has, he has around 400 subscribers. So I told Dallas, you better get busy so you can participate in your own event. <laughs> <laughs> the AHRE okay. channel has a lot more. It's a much bigger channel, but his personal <laughs> channel, it still needs a few more. So I've been teasing Dallas. He's got to, he's got to get the sub so that he can come out. So for people that don't, I'm sure people know, you know, the big drag racing organization. Tell us a little bit about the AHRA for those that don't well, know. You know, the AHRA it's, this is being revived. It's been around a long time. Yeah. And it, it kind of fell into obscurity you know, in, in, uh, in recent years until Dallas, uh, he bought it. And it's, it's so funny to just think somebody can you buy a sanctioning, but yeah, he did. So <laughs> Dallas is bringing it back and he's, he's at 432. There we go. <laughs> Dallas has 68 more to go. Dallas is bringing the AHRA back and he awesome. is a real grassroots racer at heart. He's the real deal. He's, he's the guy who lives it. Right. So when you hear these uh, stories about people who have, have had sanctioning bodies, mm-hmm. you know, there's two big sanctioning bodies everybody's heard of that have had presidents over the years who maybe weren't as philosophically aligned with sure. the mission of the racers. And and they still are haunted by that. Dallas is absolutely not that guy. He's He is that grassroots racer. He knows he's been in your shoes and he's building events that way for the rest of us. And I think that this event is the epitome of that. So to have an event for YouTube content creators who are people without sponsors, that kind of thing. He's, he puts his money where his mouth is when he says that he is the grassroots organization for the rest of us. And this event really demonstrates that better than anything else. I think he could have done. Absolutely. That question was mostly for me because I thought that the AHRA was defunct. I was like, right. I, 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 I was surprised. And I was like, I got to get to the bottom of that. Was life support and Dallas yeah. is bringing it back in a big way. Very so cool. if you're not a member of the AHRA, AHRAonline.com, you can get your membership there. I just renewed my membership for three more years. Uh, first class sanctioning body. I think more tracks need to pick them up. Definitely. I'll have to get him on the podcast to talk about some Absolutely. fun stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, He'd be great. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, – I know that we've talked about it, and uh, I know I've talked with a bunch of uh, my other buddies about it, but this this corporate stuff, it just doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> you know, the tens well, of millions of dollars, and it's just well, okay, too commercialized. So we, can, we, can, we can look at, at, at one of my favorite classes from the past, which is Pro Stock. Yeah. 
what has been done in pro stock that has made it more for the spectators ever in the last 30 years? So they, they went to one engine. The DRCE goes and kills off all of the other stuff, right? That was the end of the Clevelands. That was the end of everything else, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we, we look at them. They've now gone to one body. So all pro stock is an NHRA is stock Camaros. It's Camaro eliminator. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is, right? There's no parts there that came off of any production car. Uh, they, they went to fuel injection. Like that's going to make it identify with people anymore. <laughs> I, none of these things did anything to, yeah. to help anything. And it's almost like you ever use a, you ever use a program or a software or you go online to try to buy something and you say, man, this was not written by a consumer. This was written by an engineer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to me like when they make changes in the rules with these, these big corporate sanctioning bodies, it's almost like these rule changes were all made by the engineers and not the consumers because the consumers will never have picked any of the stuff they did. And sure enough, nobody's watching the classes anymore. And that's a real shame. Uh, it, it got rid of a lot of the grassroots drivers because it put up a huge barrier of expense and they didn't want to start over. And yeah. anyway, when I see that with these big sanctioning bodies, I say, I'm really glad that there's a sanctioning body for the rest of us. And that's exactly what AHRA is doing. Absolutely. I'll definitely promote something like that because uh, I'm right on board with you. Like, I would much rather go on YouTube and look up the golden era and just watch old <laughs> grainy footage of, you know, Landy, Sox and Martin. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> of course, who, who, who doesn't want to see a little Jungle Pam? You know what I mean? <laughs> go back and, and watch Pro Stock from 1970 to 1981. Okay, the before the era of the DRCE, <laughs> when they ran small blocks and, and the car, they still use real cars, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that is some fantastic stuff. Yeah, that's that's when it comes to drag racing and stuff. Uh, one one class um, that I've been really digging lately is the uh, factory appearing classes where you yeah. know, they bring out the, the factory appearing muscle cars and you know, it's got a look factory and some of the times these guys are running in these cars just blow my mind. They got to get Dave, real creative. <laughs> look at Dave Dudek. I mean, he's pulling what? Six inches of air under the left Man. front. He's on polyglass tires. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. That guy has done everything with that. I think you can do. And then he still may finds a way to make it faster. It's pretty unbelievable. That's probably, that was probably my favorite episode of Uncle Tony's podcast, which if you talk to him, tell him I'm super disappointed that he gave up on the podcast. <laughs> I, uh, you know, he, he's talked about another one. He's, he is crazy busy, but, but he and I've actually sure. talked about another one. So cool. So we'll see. It may, it may well come back. Just you never know. Yeah, that's, uh, it was one of the things that got me to do this podcast. Actually, I need to, I need to thank Tony again, because I know he mentioned on his podcast, I had already bought, I don't know if you ever heard this story, John, I, I had bought talkingmopars.com and, uh, uh, cause I was like, there's no Mopar podcasts, right? And I'm doing right. some searches, searches, and I find uncle Tony's and I'm like, oh shit. Right. I'm listening <laughs> to this thing. I'm listening to this thing. And I'm like, this is a great podcast. This is awesome. And, uh, he mentions doing a podcast with Dave Ray called Talking Mopar, Talking Mopars. I was like, son uh. of a So I had already bought the domain. So I'm sitting on this domain and I'm going, well, I might as well just listen to the rest of these podcasts. I didn't realize that by the time I caught them, it was in uh, summer of 2019, I think. Uh, right. The podcast was already pretty much dead in the water. So I got to the last episode that he had recorded and I was anxiously awaiting the next ones. And I was like, when were these episodes up? And I was like, 
Oh, it's been a while. Actually, if I go in my email, I probably still have it. I reached out to Uncle Tony and said, hey, look, I heard you dropped the name Talking Mopars on your podcast. Um, I have a domain. I really wanted to start a podcast with that same name. But obviously, you know, I'm not trying to steal <laughs> steal from you. Um, but uh, he gave me his blessing. He's like, hey, the podcast is dead. Uh, YouTube's where it's at for me. Go By all means. So Tony, uh, Tony's not a greedy guy. He's not a greedy guy. And he likes to see other people excel. Yeah, uh, he, he's a neat guy like that. I give him a lot of credit for that. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, my life has definitely changed <laughs> since I started talking Mopars, and um, I don't. I only had one other name that I had considered, but I bought Talking Mopars first because I. I figured if somebody's going on a podcast um, search engine or a uh, an app, you know, they they got to see Mopar in the name that that'll drag them in. But the the other name I had considered was the Hustle Stuff Podcast. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, that's a throwback. It was a throwback, and I was like, yeah. I don't know if you know, I might get some drug dealers on there. Some like, what is this podcast about? <laughs> it'll, uh, it'll be guys who are seventy and up and drug dealers. Yeah, that, yeah. That's who would know what hustle stuff means? Yeah, it was the hustle stuff, and then um, the other one that I had considered was direct connections, and I just ended up turning that into um, uh, one of the shows that I do, direct connections with. People. Yeah, for you guys who don't know what hustle stuff is, that was the predecessor to. Direct, Direct connection. connection. That's awesome. See I need that? one of those. See I need that? one of those books. It's got greasy handprints on it, pads <laughs> everywhere. I use my stuff. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. If you guys go on eBay and you look up some of those direct connection manuals, uh, every once in a while you find one for a good deal, but then you find the guy who knows what he has. <laughs> right. Um, what do you, that's a good question. So <laughs> since uncle Tony's not here, um, I did see a video and it, uh, I wouldn't say it pissed me off, but I really was like, I was disappointed. <laughs> you know exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, no, because he's got a lot of them that make people mad. <laughs> the, and it, it didn't make me mad, but I was disappointed. And it was the direct connection video talking about uh, the new direct connection. What do you think about, uh, we'll call it Stellantis, bringing back direct connection? Okay. So my, my thought on it is... I had to watch that abomination when they see. I'm a Dodge Dart guy. I love the Dart. My first car was a '70 Dart Swinger, and I watch him put the Dart name on that little Fiat. The Fiat Dart, wheel, right? So, so I've watched abomination after abomination. I personally, I, and I agree with Tony on this. We don't think there's any direct lineage. I mean, the, all DNA between the old Mopars and what they're making now is just gone. Sure. So what I hate is, is that you have these people who, who probably, a lot of them are probably too young to remember, who are dragging these old names out because they sound cool and just slapping them on whatever. Mm. So if they wound up using direct connection and kind of hoeing out the name, for lack of a better term, to try to, to, to get some buzz around their electric vehicle, yeah, I think yeah. it's disgusting. But yeah. uh, I won't abandon the direct connection of old. Uh, I think it's still um, it's still meaningful to me, just like mm. Dodge Dart. I didn't take the emblems off my Dart because <laughs> they put that name on that Fiat car, right? So that's kind of what I think. However, uh, him uh, cutting that license plate in half, look, it got a ton of views, made a lot of buzz, and and some some girl now proudly displays that license plate. He sent it to her, oh, so everybody awesome. won on that. It was a lot of fun, sure. right? And it brought attention to the direct connection thing. So in the end, you got to take a little bit of that uh, content creator type of stuff and creativity sure. to kind of see the big picture. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh, this is, you're clickbaiting me, Tony. <laughs> I was well, like, I gotta, I gotta watch this now. <laughs> I see exactly. You could not watch it, right? I see Andy Wood, Unity Motorsports Garage, is in the house. 
But, uh, yeah, Charger guy, they see the new Charger, the Challengers. They drag all of these old, you know what, you wait and watch. They're going to come out with something probably that has a big stylized wing on the back, and they'll call it the Superbird. How awful oh, would God. that be, right? Oh, that man. Happen. That. It, it could happen. Hey, look uh, what name they've stuck the Daytona on in, in the yeah. 80s. So, so it's yeah. been done many times. It'll continue to happen. I, uh, being a fan of the 80s Daytonas, it definitely, and a fan of obviously the original Charger Daytona, it, it definitely, I can't say it rubs me the wrong way, but I do, you know, and then they had the the Challenger from the 70s, that Mitsubishi abomination. Um, exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> the 82 Challenger. Look at that. Most people don't even know about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, but I, I guess I, I have a little bit, I'm trying to stay optimistic, but I, you know, the more optimistic I get, the more I hear, oh, they're killing the Hemi. They're, they're doing all this stuff. And I'm well, like, okay. what are you guys we'll doing? Put one, we'll put that one in perspective. So how many years do we have the first Hemi? Right? So, yeah. so race Hemi 64, if you count the race Hemi, not just the street Hemi, mm-hmm. you're 64 yep. to 71, right? Mm-hmm. And then of course it lived on and things after that, but out of the production cars in 71. So this new Hemi, we've had longer than that. Yeah. But people say they kill it. It actually enjoyed a much longer run than the first one. And there's nothing to say. I know we're living in some crazy times in many ways, <laughs> but there's nothing to say you can't have version three or version yeah. four, actually, version four. Because the first generation Hemi disappeared, then the second generation, then the third. These things have never overlapped. What the thing that bothers me the most, because I, like I said, I'm an optimistic guy. Uh, I was all for them bringing an electric muscle car on board as long as it can beat a Tesla. I was like, you know, I'll be, if it can't beat a Tesla, don't even bother. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, When you're talking about electric muscle car, if it can't beat the Tesla, then don't even do it. But um, when I started losing faith was when they said they want their entire lineup to be electric. I was like, oh man, that, (laughs) that is a bad move. You know, the post office is doing that. The post office is going to all electric mail delivery vehicles. Well, good for the post office. They have piles of our money to waste and can't hire enough people to waste it, right? I don't care if they want to have an electric vehicle creeping around delivering my mail. It doesn't matter. (laughs) But to think that that's a model for the regular consumer, I mean, those post office vehicles, they might go on the same 30-mile route their entire life. Yeah. And then when one of them goes down in the middle of the road somewhere, okay, it's already on the side of the road, delivered mail. They just send out another one that looks just like it and swap out. <laughs> for it to be practical for the post office does not mean it's practical for the rest of us. No, and I just, for the modern stuff, and I know everybody has their own opinion about the modern Mopars. Is it a real Mopar? I, I am... I am happy that they're at least, you know, doing something for the muscle car market. I do appreciate that. I love that they haven't sure. really, they haven't bastardized the Challenger. Um, yeah. The four door, the four door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the four door Charger definitely stirred up some feelings. And I, I, I do tend to agree. I think it's an awesome sedan, um, you know, and it does have some, you know, uh, I guess there's certain things you can compare to the old Chargers, but, you know, a Charger is a two door. It always has been. It always should have been. Um I'm but, actually, I'm that's that's one I'm weirdly okay with because yeah. at least it's rear wheel drive, it's V8, yeah. and it's definitely you can have a good hot rod with one of those newer chargers. Absolutely. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I just hate it when they completely steal the name. Like if they had put charger on a minivan, 
You know, oh, yeah. the charger needs to be fast. The charger needs yeah. to be sleek. Yeah. Um, and we can't go back to, you know what? I would really think it would be a disaster if uh, they tried to bring this stuff back knowing they'll never equal it, right? Like, yeah. like if you just look at just federal regulations and this kind of thing, uh, manufacturing processes and all of that, it would be literally impossible to ever truly recreate that. Those days are gone. They're fondly remembered. I just wish that we had good aftermarket support and things so that we can continue to enjoy them. But to try to get the auto manufacturers on board with, with doing that kind of thing, I think it's just kind of a lost cause. Yeah, absolutely. And like a lot of people talk about the dark era of Mopars being, you know, from the late seventies into the eighties. But in my opinion, the dark era of Mopars was that the era, the era in the nineties when they were yeah. slapping RT on everything that really pissed me off. I was like, you can't yeah. put RT on everything. Come on guys. Come on. I'll just tell you personally, I don't plan to ever, ever buy another vehicle that the year begins with a two. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. I don't want the complication in my life. I have a, a 2002 Assault CRV. That's what I call it, the Assault CRV. <laughs> it's got 319,000 miles on. Wonderful vehicle. Yes, it's fuel injected. All of that's been a wonderful vehicle. Here's the thing, though. One time that little thing, the immobilizer went bad, the anti-theft thing. Well, I mean, okay, it's not a big deal to change. But the problem is you have to have Honda's software and program. It's an anti-theft. It's not open yeah. source and all that. Well, I was now, I, at that moment, I said, I am completely at the mercy of Honda deciding if my vehicle will ever work again. <laughs> and it was right then and there. I was already just this close, and it was right there. I said, nope, never again. I'm just never going to buy anything else dependent on somebody <laughs> else's computer software for me to go ask them if I can have a running car again. The most uh, computer I ever want on a car is what runs this distributor. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, but yeah, it really is. When I think about, you know, how the strides they've made to kind of keep, you know, the brotherhood of muscle and stuff. And then they go and tell us, yeah, we're going to, we're going to kill off the Hemi. Oh, and then everything's going to be electric. I'm like, are you just trying to cut your own throats or what's happening here? Because it seems to me like, I mean, the challenger just surpassed, I think the Mustang and the Camaro for sales uh, for the first time ever. And I'm like, and you're going to kill it. <laughs> it's insane. You know, it, it's, it's funny. Like one thing I think that I got some mixed thoughts on is when the, um, the Project X, the, the Chevrolet Project vehicle, right? From popular mm -hmm. hot rodding fame. When it, they did the electric vehicle conversion on it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I could tell by the way they made the video. Like one of them was asking the other, what are we going to do to soften the blow to the guys who think this is an abomination? And the other one says, we're not. <laughs> Look, they were trolling you. Yeah. They're putting this stuff in there. They're getting their tax right off. And somebody is going to take all that stuff out, throw it away and put a gasoline V8 powertrain. That's going back in that car. They're creating a low spot on purpose so they can have another high spot with the car. Sure. I know that's what they're doing. Well, it's kind of like with the <laughs> with the roadkill guys. You know, they had the Hellcat cha uh, Charger. You know, uh, General Mayhem, and then uh, they put the they put the 440 back in it, and it's like it relit. You know, the love for General Mayhem because it seemed like it died off once they stopped. Yeah. Um, you know, messing with that the old stuff. <laughs> yeah. How do you get another peak? Yeah. What you do is, is you do something like that, then you can get another peak. 
I have a controversial opinion on electric vehicles because I was at SEMA this past year and it's a car that I've been wanting to see in person. And it's the uh, Electrolyte, the satellite with the Tesla engine in it. And really? the, bu- the build is completely clean. And like, normally I'm like, oh my God, that's the ultimate bastardization. But uh, there was a couple Teslas there. I think there was one with an LS swap and there was a, you know, an electric DeLorean. Um, so it was interesting to see what people are doing, you know, to electric vehicles by putting LSs in them. Uh, that was a complete, like, that's the yeah. ultimate bastardization, you know, from an eco perspective. It's like, you're going to take a, a Tesla and put an LS in it. I laughed. It was so Yeah, funny. that's great. But, uh, you know, a lot of people, when I saw, uh, when the guy announced that he was going to build this car and everybody found out that he was taking the satellite and, uh, putting a Tesla drivetrain in it, you know, the Mopar world got lit up, but I saw the car in person and I was like, you know what? It was a satellite. You know, it's not like he took a, a numbers matching road runner, you know, uh, something like that. But at the same time, it's like, uh, the build quality was great. The thing is apparently fast as hell. Um, I, th- I think there's room for that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, I'm still on the fence about Mopar going all electric and I, I can't wait to see the electric muscle. I want to see what they've got up their sleeve. It better be cool because they can't, what? they can't blow it. <laughs> I don't, I don't care because I know it's going to be an appliance. I just, yeah, know yeah. <laughs> but that said, that said, it's all, it's all fine. Whatever people want. I know one thing though. You ever, you ever had a phone that was working fine and then it just crashes and goes into boot loop, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to be able to have that to depend on for your car? I know hell, I don't. Hell no. Hell but no. I kind of, there's a guy the Tesla Racing Channel. I really hope he or that Rich Rebuilds guy, I hope they come out and bring a Tesla. I'd love to see them yeah. bring it out. I think that's cool. I'm not opposed to the EV thing at all. I just think that people thinking that we should switch I think is a disaster. I don't I know agree. why an EV can't just exist in the current ecosystem along with everything else. I don't know why people yeah. have this mentality that has to replace it. I think that's very unfortunate. Yeah, I can't. I also can't get a. You know, if they want to go all electric, you know, and, and blow the whole joint, that's that's fine. They, they can do whatever they want. I'm mostly worried because I, I am a proponent of. Uh, the resto mod stuff, and you know, putting modern Hemi's and old Chryslers. Um, I, I I approve of those, you know, Gen three Hemi swaps and stuff. Sure. Um, I I hope they don't kill the production of the crate engines that they have. That would be. Well, they already sad. have started killing them off. Have they? There's a lot of them that don't sell. Like the older uh, ones used to be able to get a lot of Gen two Hemi crate stuff, and and they've killed off a lot of that. So all that stuff is cyclical. Um, uh, the crate engine thing doesn't affect me as much because I'd rather build my own than go sure. from a crate. Yeah. But. Um, you know, if, as far as what they're doing with modern cars, I don't care. I have I have already completely opted out. Now, what I yeah. do care about is I don't want, uh, you know, for regulations to now adapt to them. So, for example, if they decide that the, the powers that be who govern our roadways and stuff decide that, hey, we're going to change a standard for a car. And now your old gasoline stuff doesn't fit the standard if you can't drive it. That will be a real problem. But uh, as far as what manufacturers are doing, I have never picked up a new car brochure in about 15 years. <laughs> and, and so to me, it doesn't matter. As long as they yeah. leave me alone, let me be a caveman, leave me and my breaker points and all that stuff be, we're all good. You can Tesla away. I, I, I love it all. I like the old stuff. Obviously, my loyalties lie, you know, 
we'll say pre 1980, <laughs> you know, with the, you know, I got a 78 truck, so I can't exclude that. But well, um, Dallas has mentioned the EVs underutilized in racing. I'll tell you a, a funny story real quick. So when I was at Virginia Tech in the late 90s, mid and late 90s, I worked in the Ware Lab, which is where the students would build uh, hydrogen fuel cell uh, electric vehicles. They were building these prototypes to do research for General Motors, right? And they had some, I think it was Illumina at the time. They had Illumina, they had a Neon, something else. And they had an electric motor in that Illumina. And Dallas, Dallas reminded me, the torque on that thing was unreal. You've never seen Illumina do a burnout until you saw yeah. this thing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they, yeah, I can see the potential in racing. But to me, so Bigfoot Monster Trucks had an electric monster truck. And I, it was several years ago. They put out an electric monster truck, right? Really? But yeah, and they showed this thing in exhibition, crushing cars. It was the stupidest exhibition I've ever seen. Now, I applaud them for trying, but when you listen to this thing, all you could hear were the cleats on the tires, and you could hear the crunching of the metal, but there was no engine. And it just, it man, you don't realize how much that roots blown engine oh, yeah. contributes to the monster truck until you see an electric and it doesn't have it. Yeah, half the fun of going to monster trucks is seeing how long you can last before you have to put the ear the earplugs in. Oh yeah, and, and <laughs> how much that contributes to the experience. Yeah, so I guess I'm glad yeah. they did it because it made me appreciate, you know, the the monsters of old even more. You know, I, I'm all about speed, and I I love the fact that those electric cars, you know, instant torque, all that stuff. But if, if <laughs> exactly unfinished project, you said it. Yeah. If I can't feel it, if I can't hear it, and I just my buddy, he's a Ford guy, and he told me that, and I don't know how many other manufacturers are doing this, but this made me sick when I heard it. He told me that they're like pumping sound into cars. And I was like, huh? I've heard that. I have heard that. They have artificial sounds to restore. Well, okay, like on our phones. Uh, so when they did away with the home button on the phone, they put a fake button in. That way you can feel it click. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now with cars, they're kind of doing that too. And I hate that. I heard but that. I, heard, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you can select the exhaust note you want now. Yeah. It's, just, it's box mashed potatoes on wheels. I have no use for that. Yeah. I really want to make a, I really want to make a joke, but just because I don't want to get canceled, I won't make the joke I want to make. But it reminds me of something else in the world that is just so ridiculous. Like, can't you just leave well enough alone? Why do you, like that's that's it was the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. And I was like, are you talking about in electric cars? And he's telling me that these are in, you know, gas cars. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. It's what? in gasoline cars. Well, because there's no sound anymore, so you can just make yeah. it whatever you want. I, I think it's utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Yeah. No, I would I, be able to I go agree. back to the giant muffler on the Honda than go forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. Let's. Uh. What time? What time is it here? I gotta make uh, sure I can get my daughter into bed here. Yeah. Um, we're nine twenty-six. Need it's your show. You just. I'm just hanging out. I'm enjoying this. I see a lot of folks over here. I know. I'm loving that Unfinished Project is here. Yeah. Um, and of course, Dallas is here. Big Mike's Hoopty Barn, Bear Roos Garage. A couple of guys in our Cinderella class who are working hard. I'm proud of them. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some names I'm not as familiar with, but I'm. I'm just glad they're here, and, and we'll hang out as long as y'all want to. I'm just. I'm just chilling. Definitely uh, from administrative work for the no name. <laughs> um, I think uh, I'll, I'll address it again at seven, but I want to see if anybody I'm going to, I'm going to share the link in the comments um, to join us on screen. If you have any questions for John, uh, feel free to join us. 
Sure. Let me just uh, add that. That might um, let's see here. All right, guys. So I'm going to put the link in the comments. If you want to join us on screen, maybe you have some questions for John uh, or me. Um, this show is mostly about uh, the No Name Nationals because I'm really excited. But sure. I, these podcasts, you know, you always get on on little tangents sure. and kind of go off track or whatever. It makes the, it fun. The good news is um, we've got we've got until summer to talk about it and whatever. Yeah. We'll have developments to talk about and whatever. So, absolutely. Um, is there a, is there I don't I don't know how much you're willing to give away or anything like that. So I'm just going to ask the question: Is there somebody or a car in particular that you really want to see show up to this event? Like what? What's well, what's John? Okay, so so understand. Gonna, I'll separate me the the event organizer from me yeah. the fan who just yeah. who would love to see just watch it. Right? Uh, I'm really looking forward to Uncle Tony's Garage versus Unity Motorsports Garage. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that one. That I think, you know, it's that one is one that I think people they have preconceived notions of. And it's going to surprise them because one, everybody knew Casper was fast. That truck ran down in the sevens, uh, six hundred horsepower. You know, small block Ford. But he's building a new engine, but they haven't seen what all that's going to wind up being. And they also there's other things about that truck that can change between now and then too. And Bottle Rocket, on the other hand, there's a lot. Who knows what Tony, you never know what he's going to do, okay? <laughs> and so one run and done, that actually means you you can know even less before it happens. So that's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, it's it that, that race is any – nobody knows what's going to happen there. I think that's going to be a great race. Uh, I'm all, I'm loving these other call-outs, just Mopar Joe and Bigfoots and Mopars. That's a call-out that I don't <laughs> – think they've made but they've talked about it an awful lot i'd like to see it get done so that's another good one i know one thing if i had to guess i would say some of these guys are going to be a lot talking a lot less about their time slips between now and then yeah Uh, there there are some cars i'd like to see i'll tell you one i personally would love to see and and uh you know and maybe you just wouldn't want to put it on the show field but i think it'd be a great attraction i would i would love for our friend jed scott to bring jezebel I know yeah. I know he's not as big on the traveling and hauling thing. I get that. And not everybody likes all that. But I'll say this. I think it would be a, a really cool attraction there. I think people would like to see it. I know I'd like to see it. That's one I would like to see. But I got to tell you, it's hard for me to pick something because so much is definitely going to be here. Yeah, absolutely. We're not going <laughs> to be waiting for anybody. Brian, hey, what's up, buddy? Guys. When was the last time you had two guests and each of them had a welding shield? <laughs> this is as the first time for everything. <laughs> I'm working. Good. Brian, what, what are you getting done, Brian? Yeah. Huh? What do you got going on there? What are you doing? Uh, I'm getting the, the floors welded up. Somebody had wanted to cut the floor out of this at one time, and they made two big square cuts but left the metal in there. So I just got I'm getting that all patched up and I got some other little welding projects to do, like the trunk that they cut out of it, but I'm just putting a big flat piece of metal in there. So Brian, how, on it. how much are you willing to divulge about where you're taking this project? What do you want to know? Uh, what do you <laughs> what, what do you got planned for a drivetrain? Uh gonna be a three sixty small block. You know, as whatever as, as fast as I can afford to build it. Nice. Oh wow, my camera looks like crap. 
now, do you have a pile of parts for this car, or you you got a shell and now you got to source everything for it? I've got to source a lot of it. Okay, a lot of it. But I'm um, hold on a second. Let me uh, let me leave and come right back. I, this okay. camera, I think I'm on the wrong camera here. All right, sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> poor, poor Chris. His guests are just <laughs> technology problem central today. Hey, that it, when <laughs> when you do things on the internet, things like that happen. Oh yeah, and uh, it doesn't bother me one bit because it's real. No. I, I've mentioned authenticity before. This is authenticity. <laughs> it's it's the real world. What can I say? Yeah, but, but I like toy- it so much better than TV. With TV, you never know what what you don't see. But with yeah. YouTube, it, it's so much more real. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's uh, Jezebel's definitely a car that I've been I've been yeah. following that car for as long as I can remember. Uh, I remember it. I remember when Ratty Muscle Cars started to like really. I don't know if I want to call it mainstream, but it started to get a little bit more mainstream, and they started yeah. to be more accepted. And, uh, and Jezebel's was long before that, I believe. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, definitely one of those cars that uh, I'm not. I've never been a big YouTube guy, but uh, every time I have gone to YouTube, you know, type in Mopars, <laughs> you know, that was one of the first cars I saw when I was like, okay, that's friggin' cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, real cool. That, yeah. that's uh, Jed's contact picture of my phone. That car comes up, <laughs> but, but you know, it, it's, uh, you know, stuff like that's just is, is what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. All right, Brian. So yeah, you got, you got to now. You got to get a bunch of parts for that thing. Yeah. I got friends that got parts and the, yeah. the, the engine is actually at the machine shop now. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, it, 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 that was, uh, I, I did a video tearing that engine down. Okay. Um, good. That 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 was a uh, hell. That was a while back. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a three hundred and sixty Magnum motor. Okay. I picked the Magnum because of the roller cam because I don't want to fight flat tap of cams now. Smart. So, Wait. are you are you planning on putting a full interior in this thing? Or are you gonna? Is it going to be um, a bare bones car or what? Okay, I don't like the look of race cars when there's just nothing in there. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure. I'm going to have door panels in it. I'm going to have carpeting in it, but not necessarily like factory carpet. Okay. I'm going back and forth on if I'm going to put a back seat in it. Because I've decided I am going to put a roll bar in it just because if I'm not fast enough now, I plan on going fast enough. Um, so I'm going to have a headliner in it. You know, it's going to have interior. It's going to have the, the, the racing buckets are going to be in it, you know. Uh, I got those, those plastic racing buckets. I got a set yeah. of those over there. I do have a lot of parts, but, like, I just sourced. I just got a lead, and I wouldn't have done it, but a friend of mine had one for sale. I've got a Dana to go in the back of it now. Dana out of what? Uh, it's uh, It was a truck Dana that was cut down to an early V-body. Okay, what, so what kind of axles are you going to run with that? Or, or uh, I, 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 need to, I need to buy axles for it. And he's, he's selling me that and a, uh, a torque converter. And that has a set of 410 gears in it. But he's also selling me a set of 456s to go in it. Yeah. So I'm thinking about going with the 456s because I am running a tall tire. Anybody who's seen my... Are We've you, seen this you, thing before, seen the yeah. tires that are going on it. And you're running it naturally aspirated, so. 
I could tell people I am. <laughs> well. <laughs> so this thing's going to be tubbed or what? No. Mini tub? No. No? No. <laughs> Not at all. He, okay. He's running the speed buggy look. Okay. Oh, Ooh. Ho, ho, ho. Ooh, <laughs> be wheezing the juice, huh? All right. Whoa. I need to get another one of those though, because I'm going to be running a tunnel ram on it too. Oh, oh that's going to be cool. Either either Brian is going to have a glorious pass, or he might win the biggest oil down award. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to go, or it's going to go. That's, that's the spirit, a- man. I love it. See, but then, like, well, it's like you said, if I break it. Oh boy, I get to work on it again. <laughs> right. Oh man. That's a you got a hell of a project ahead of you, man. <laughs> you do, um, and I'm telling you, it's coming close. Well, I don't know. I don't know if anybody, I to see hey. I've done so many of these lives with this car in the background. A lot of people already know. I don't know if you'd be able to see when I turn the camera. Oh, hold on. Technical difficulties. Oh, it's been the day for them. <laughs> the, uh, so the track operator graciously gave you a little bit more time involuntarily. So you do have a, a little tiny bit more time now. <laughs> that's my back tire. That's okay, like, yeah. That's like the front of the Flintstones car. <laughs> that's the meat. If the 31.16.5 tire is going to go on it. And no, I'm not tubbing it. No, I'm not mini tubbing it. Okay. It's good. They're going to be hanging out. How high are you going to get the back end to clear that? Uh, The back end with uh, that that rear end that I pulled out of it's got factory springs and a set of helper springs on it. Yeah. It's up high enough. Okay. I've got got that much room. Okay. Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be following this build. This is interesting. Yes, it is. Well, I'm following. I'm, I'm I had you. to clearance. I had to clearance the front of the wheel well a little bit. Oh, that's wrong. Okay. Here. Anyway, I've been. I had to clearance the front of the wheel well a little bit. Okay. You but it was rusty the there anyway, so you know I just <laughs> cut out some rust and moved some stuff over and weld some shit in, and it's going to go. My dark sport's been clearanced about an inch to clear a 30 by nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a big tire, man. That's so this a was tire. a, you know, and, and this is a 31, so I had to clearance, you know, a couple inches. So right now we've got Dust Devil Garage, Bear Rose Garage, Big Mike's Hoopty Barn. They're all in the uh, the competing for the Cinderella Award. And, and I, like I said, I'm literally, I'm just pulling for all of them. I love them all to get there. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping our friend, Unfinished Project, will who who pretends to be, he's sort of anonymous, he's sort of not. He's, he's, you know, yeah, we're hoping Unfinished Project will throw his hat in the ring. He put out a video today. He's got a cool old Dodge. It looks like about an 83, 4, 5, something like that. It's a step side. Unfinished and, uh, Project's got a channel? He does. He 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 lurks in the background. He's he's sort of anonymous, right? <laughs> you, you know. But anyway, he's 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 hanging out, and I'm really hoping he throws his hat in the ring. He's he's actually a really smart guy, but he so rarely ever posts like texts that you don't 
you don't know that. He kind of all he does is throw up the names of cars. He does. We know I like it. But when he makes a post, like telling us something, like dialogue, he's very intelligent. But he he's so rarely. You know what? When I when I when when I jumped in here, unfinished project put up knuckle duster, and I'm like, yes, I made it. There you go. You made it. It'll be unfinished project. Put the name of your car up there. Knuckle duster, right? I do like the name of the project. I think that's awesome. I would love for him to to to, to jump into this thing. We'd love to meet him. Uh, it'd be really cool. So we'll see. Definitely, Brian. Do you have anybody that you know is going to this event that you want to call out, or is it an open call out to whoever wants a piece of the knuckle duster? Well, right now I have I have a call out that's out, but we're not discussing it. But I also, you know, from John Wilbur's event, I put a call out to anybody who's building a car from where I'm at. We'll run. I'll run you. You know, and if you want to do it for some money, I'll run you for some money because I know what I'm going to go through and I know what that person is going to go through. So, you know, we're going to try, we're we're going to try to get as much track time as we can. All right, let's put some ground rules on this because this is interesting stuff. I love this. Okay. So, it's got to be somebody else in the Cinderella class, right? It's got to be somebody else yeah. who needs subscribers. And it's also got to be some, let's see, on the car, let's say it's got to be, clearly can't have an engine. So what are we talking about? It's got to be a car that has no installed drivetrain. Yeah. Okay, so no installed drivetrain, and they need to get the subscribers. Yep. And that's who you want to do a call out with, right? Mm-hmm. That's great. Drivetrain, and they need to get Tall John in the house. Yep. What up? Drive train and they need to get kill your YouTube browser, Tall John. YouTube off. And then uh, I gotta adjust the volume on your mic. Get that. that Kill that browser, and we'll get you on in a second. So let's go back. I I go right to Streamyard. And I haven't yeah. had that problem yet. I know it's coming. I know one of these days I'll you're going to do it eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've done it oh yeah, everybody does it. Everybody yeah. does. There we go. Because like 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 you said, most of these things I do straight from Streamyard. I just yeah. Um, Bear Rose Garage. I want to have you on one of my live streams. We're gonna, That's we, a we cool get cat. You some subs. He's a cool we cat. Get I you like some it. Subs. I I I, I really like. You know, and and the fact that you 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 said my channel name twice in that one video of yours, yeah, you're you're welcome to come on any of my lives anytime. Hit me up on Facebook. We we are working on how we're going to do this. We don't know exactly, but Barrow's Garage has given Dallas and I authority to come up with a way to give away his '72 Ranchero, and he's willing to bring it there. And we got to figure out some cool way. To, to get that in the hands of someone who will build it. So we got to figure that out. Again, it's one of those details, but Barrow's Garage is wanting to do it, and we love it. Preferably someone who wants to start a YouTube channel with that project. Yeah, they do, but we're, 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 we're talking about angles to make this work that it gets in the most deserving hands, that kind of thing. Yeah. So 
but we'll, we'll all we'll talk about it. We'll have a little powwow about it, figure it out. But but I'm thrilled to support. I had another channel reach out to me, a good size channel. Again, if they're not registered yet, I'm respecting their privacy. If they're still working back channels and whatnot, but I had a good size channel reach out to me and said, "Hey man, our channel we like to pull cars out of the woods and do stuff, and we'd like to fit, build one and give it away there." So we've we've got at least one and maybe another car so far that people want to give away at the event. Well, here we go. As far as Bear Rose Garage, like say he gives that car away to somebody. If uh, if you need a place to store it until they can come get it, I've got I've 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 got it. They can store it at my shop. That's interesting. Yeah, because I'm only two and a half hours away. So yeah, and he's probably going to be coming through this way because what? Where's he at? Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, he'll probably be coming through St. Louis. So yeah, if, uh, if if you give his car away and somebody can't, you know, because I doubt people are going to show up with a, with a trailer. You <laughs> know, Arrow's garage, you'll show up on the back of a Greyhound bus. Tyler <laughs> John resembles that remark. <laughs> but yeah, you can store it here. You can store it here, and uh, the person can come get it. And you know, I'm willing to help out with any with with, with anything like that. That that that's a great. Uh, great idea I, I gotta say dust devil garage brian here was definitely one of my very first and most enthusiastic supporters for this whole event sure and big thanks to him because you gotta have people that hit the ground running and are just all behind it and he has been ever since and still is and i really do appreciate that yeah um that's a that's that car man that project uh, as soon as i heard because i saw some of your videos brian um all i saw was road to sykeston and that was before i knew that the event was going to be in sykeston and i was like what's he talking about road to sykeston and then uh, i started doing a little digging and i was like oh here we go and then john and i connected and um got him on the show but uh I, when i found out the whole premise of what the road to sykeston was going to entail i was like man he's crazy <laughs> i thought you were crazy with doing the long lives dude but you're 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 insane so that's fine <laughs> well see that's a good thing i'm used to doing the long lives so when uh when i start getting more parts in and stuff and really start humping on this thing i'm getting the, the stuff done that i could get done right now but whenever i do yeah. that hell i'm sitting here right now. i could fire up a live and have all my friends in there with me and I, I can work when it's when it's all said and done would you be interested in de uh disclosing how much you spent to go from that to a car that can get down <laughs> from a to b i i love that entire concept yeah that's great uh, yeah that's uh that's going to be very interesting well that's part of the stuff that i do on my channel too though it's like you know you don't have to burn down you know your bank account to build one of these cars yeah a lot of the stuff you know you gotta you, you gotta do some legwork but like a lot of the stuff i'm gonna buy for this car is gonna come from swap meets sure and from friends you know tall john said he'd give me a distributor isn't that cool you know, I've, got a, I've got a viewer on my channel that's willing to give me a whole nother duster that he bought some property and that duster was sitting there <laughs> I'm I, like, well, hell yeah, I'll go out and pick up a free car. I, I absolutely love how the YouTube community has come yeah. together to help each other make this event. It's just wonderful. And by the way, Brian, I saw the cam that you bought for it from another YouTuber. No, 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 no. I'm not going with that cam. I'm going with okay. something bigger. All right. I'm going with something bigger. All right. 
<laughs> it's a small world, <laughs> but it's it's really wonderful to watch these people support each other to make it there. And I have a feeling that uh, come closer to D-Day, somebody's going to be in a pinch and we're going to see a bunch of other fellow YouTubers rush to the rescue to make sure everybody can be there. Everybody can participate. Yeah. I think we're, I think Brian's going to start a trend for this event moving forward where people are like, you know what, let's do what he did, you know, <laughs> get a car and build it from the ground up and just see, you know, send it, see what happens. Get I'm it all for it. Now, I will tell you this. The first, I think probably a more natural cutoff for this on subscriber count is probably a thousand. Because a thousand is where your YouTube partner, a thousand is where they'll let you use, you know, the at symbol to, to tag channels, a thousand is where you're, you know, you're monetized, that kind of stuff. We made the bar at 500. 500 is where you get a community tab. That's where YouTube says you can post on their bulletin board, right? Uh, don't be surprised if next year that threshold changes. Well, we I'm, I'm actually, see, I'm at 300. I'm 301 now. I you think. don't get it. I'm I'm actually hoping to hit a thousand before the event because I'm going to start putting out more content. You know, I got my camera set up behind me right now with me welding these floors. That's a video. It's going to probably come out in the next couple of days. That's a big deal. But here's the thing: the only reason we want to set this bar is because you know I asked a, a fellow YouTuber. I said, you know, would you pay to see a field of content creators who have not invested enough in their channels to even get? A couple hundred subs he said no i'd pay not to so we have to put on a good show for the spectators we want people who have built followings and here's the thing we made it a very reasonable number so anybody who says hey my new year's resolution i've got these goals this is a time frame they're going to do it but we may change it for next year so don't take anything for granted work hard get your subs and we'll <laughs> help you i uh, anybody out there that is having um, some <laughs> doubts right. about the number of subscribers they have in participating in this event to do my part. You can come on this show and we'll promote your channel as much as we can get you, you a go. couple extra subscribers and stuff. And, um, cause I, 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 I want people way. to, I want people to get on there and, uh, you know, get their channels blown up. If you want to participate in the event, a shortage of subscribers shouldn't be what stops you. And uh, I I'll do my part. I'll help out. Brian, obviously, John. Um, and uh, we appreciate everybody that. that. Yeah, that's a uh, it, it's a cool. The whole premise of the event is cool. I, like I said, I, I can't stress enough how this blue collar stuff is what I, I really like. I'm going to have to talk to Brian and see how much I have to fork out to get him to run a no Mopar left behind sticker on that car. <laughs> that's, that's the epitome of no Mopar left behind. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. This thing was sitting in a guy's field and he was going to scrap it. Shit. <laughs> Man. Nice. You know, literally no Mopar this, left this behind. Got to scrap. I'm, I'm glad for that. I'm glad Definitely. for that. Definitely saved. Um, I'm glad too because I got to pay just a little over scrap price for it. Originally. <laughs> good, you got a deal on that. That's a good car. <laughs> How bad was it when you got it? Actually, what did, did I've done some body work to the roof. I've had to uh -huh. do some body work to the roof because I think somebody sat on it a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, really, it's it wasn't that bad of a car. Like I said, somebody was going to cut the floors out of it. They were doing something with it. It's got it was its original six-cylinder car, but it, it has a V8K frame in it because I've already mocked up a block in there. It drops right in, so it's it's got a, it's got a V8K frame. 
That's awesome, man. Gosh, yeah, you got you got a hell of a deal, especially in this market right now. Damn. Bear Rose. And hello, Scott Schmidt. I see a lot of new names I don't recognize. I recognize a lot of the YouTubers, but the Facebook folks I don't recognize. So I'm glad to get to meet you guys. And if you guys make a progress on your car, see right now it's it's not so overwhelming that I can't keep up. But as we have more and more people join this thing, if you make progress on your build, tag me on it so that I know that that you've you've done that and and I can share it. Like right now, and I've said this earlier, I'll go ahead and repeat it for folks getting here now. My channel is kind of serving as the news feed for the No Name Nationals. So if you make some progress on one of your builds, you know, put at John Wilburn and and it'll it'll tell me that you've you've tagged me in it and I can share that video on my channel so that others can see and others can go to you and others can subscribe. And, that's how we get in this all together and get each other subscribers. In fact, um, talk about getting subscribers. Tall John's Fun Shop. He was, what were you, around 940 some, 950? Uh, some of our YouTube friends had a benefit live for him to get him up over a thousand. So awesome. this, yeah. this happens, this works. And I know, I'm pretty sure that when Brinker's knocking on the door of 500, they're going to do something for him, some kind of some kind of party on YouTube to push him over the top. You know what I was thinking about, and I, I guess I guess I'll announce it here. Um, I was actually thinking about picking up two extra tickets to the event. And when I hit 500, I'm going to have a live and everybody in that live, I'm going to go through, and we're going to pick a winner and get two tickets to this event. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I, this uh, this event's going to be a lot of fun, uh, Brian. I'm definitely going to be following that build. Dude, I'm rooting for you. I can't. I can't wait. To, that's going to be a huge victory, man. I can't. I can't imagine what it's going to feel like when you cross that line. Like, you know what you need to do, Chris? Here's what you up? need to do. You're going to the event, right? I'm going to do my best to make it, yes. Okay, if you go to the event, come into St. Louis, fly into St. Louis, you can ride down with me to the event. All right, done deal. Um, <laughs> the knuckle duster, dude, yeah. Uh, hey, so ask Tall John. Tall John's got a pretty cool thing that he wants to do the event already, too. Tall John, what do you got planned? I don't know. What do I got planned? <laughs> well, you know, Tall John has, has he, may, he may have the biggest vehicle event. Oh, oh really? <clears throat> uh, we got a tour bus we might bring down there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, if John lets me, we might just see what it'll do in the eighth mile. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Is yeah. there room in the? Uh, it, it makes it makes a sharp turn. It, it it's uh, <laughs> it's made to drive, so it'll make a, a tight turn. No, but is there room between the beams and the water box? <laughs> it doesn't matter. As heavy it as that matter. is, you think it's going to smoke it, the tires? It, well, if Tom John built it, it will. It's got over, over 1,200 foot-pounds of torque. It might do it. <laughs> if you got a bus to do a burnout, <laughs> you know how incredibly cool that would be? Man, yeah, I don't know that I'd be afraid to break something. Too expensive. Yeah, right. yeah, those are a little bit expensive. Yeah. It, it just depends on whether it's out doing something or not. And if it's right. not, it's coming down. Cool. Coming out, okay. coming whatever. So That's we'll so bring cool. it and, uh, you know, we'll, there'll be plenty of room and plenty of food and plenty of whatever. If we get down there with that. Awesome, man. I, I'm expecting this event to be 
uh, more of a party than anything. Just everybody having a great time meeting yeah. each other. And uh, yeah. it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited. Um, Brian, definitely uh, keep me posted on your project. When's the next live you're going to do? I was thinking about doing one tomorrow, but okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, everybody's doing with, with this event going on. Everybody's popping up lives everywhere. It's hard to find yeah. a place to get in, you know. Yeah, because I don't want to walk on anybody, you know. So you can walk on me all you want. Because <laughs> guess what? You're gonna go nine hours. I'm gonna go a couple. <laughs> Brian, for what it's worth, if people are doing lives to discuss this no name nationals, I'm happy to share them and plug them or whatever to help. I, I really well, want you, to you know how I like to do the lives anyway. That was my plan. I was gonna do a YouTube short, a video, and a live every week all the way up until it's done. And now you add cool. at least a week on or a month on to that or something. I don't know. Awesome. I'm you gonna about chance weeks. Are we you, 37, 38 weeks? Something like that. Something pretty close. You, you just gave me a chance to make my car faster. That's all. <laughs> so, the, so the 222 days is where we're at. No, it's, we've, we've tacked on about 35 more. The new the new date is tomorrow, and we're going to have a live at 3 p.m. Eastern on my channel with Dallas Brown, and we're going to discuss the date change and why it had to, and uh, we'll just address it there. But the, we, we had, a, of all the options, we took the, the best one under the circumstance, and we have had to move the date. We're moving it back just a little bit, moving it back a few weeks, Dallas and I will discuss, but the event is on. It is a go. Okay, I, I got to check the calendar and make sure I'm good for that. But I'm, I'm you know, we'll, I'm reasonably sure we'll figure it out. Before we get out of oh. here, because I got I got to put my kid to bed here in a minute. But I saw this question. Uh, I thought it would be fun for John to answer. <laughs> Is there any truth to the rumor you are hosting a square dancing contest that Dallas can be judging alongside well, the mini bike race? This, this is the first I've heard of it, but I'm not going to say it's not true. <laughs> Anything's possible. We're going to have a lot of fun there. Hey, Mopar Den, don't talk out of turn. He knows something's going on. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny coming from Mopar Den. Now people will really believe that because he's a very, mm -hmm. very straight laced really character. People showed up at Square Dance outfits like, "Hey, we're ready to go." Um, <laughs> are you going to make a Facebook page for the event? Uh, you know what? I'm not a Facebook guy, but Dallas is going to give a Facebook presence together. That's Dallas's exactly. bailiwick. So, because I was thinking it'd be a good idea to, to like post up who's going to be there. You know? Yeah, and we're going to continue to regular. Do that. We're gonna have we're gonna have videos regularly announcing you know, new registrations. You're gonna have me sharing all the videos from the other channels. Yeah, so the entrant list right now is really good and it continues to grow. I get I, I probably when I check my email, I will probably have new registrations waiting for me. The response is pretty incredible. And it's amazing because I have the registration site paused for 24 to 48 hours waiting on this and people are still registering because they had browser tabs open from before. It's just, it's amazing how many people are doing this. I was kind of, I wasn't prepared for, for the rush of. This is going to be kind of a big deal. I think. Yeah, it really is. Um, I love the response. It's been, it's been wonderful and, and even better than that. I mean, we, we like it uh, promoting events we, we as much as we like that what's even better is is watching this community come together that's even better sure uh, i mean it's it's to look at the excitement on david visard's face i mean there is oh, no that's somebody else i can't wait to meet 
Oh, I can't wait to meet him. David Vizard has a he has a he has a Winston Cup car, you know, like a, a seven hundred some horsepower W nine headed small block Mopar Intrepid Cup car, and cool. and th- there's a chance he'll be bringing that and and entering that. <laughs> so I mean, the, the the stuff that people have told me they're going to do and they're working on, they're just waiting on getting it together to release it, and make their videos is incredible. If if I had to close registration this minute, I could have a great event with who we already have. So this thing just continues to grow, and it's just cooler and cooler and cooler. Awesome. On that note, John, where does everybody have to go to sign up for this event and get registered? We will have the registration page open no later than right after our live at 3 p.m. tomorrow. The place to go is nonamenationals.com. And, and uh, if you want to keep up with any news feed, go to my channel, just John Wilburn. You type in my name. I always come up first on YouTube with that name. And you can uh, keep up with any news. I like to share as, as many as I see. I share videos from people who are working toward this. And some of the bigger channels, because they make more content, they have a queue of editing and so forth. They're a little, they're taking a little longer to get their announcement videos out. Some of them already have, some of them are in the works, but as those come together, I'm sharing them there. So no name nationals.com to register and you can go to my channel for any news. And of course on the flyer, which is at no name nationals.com, it's got contact info. So you can contact Dallas or I with any questions. Perfect. And make sure, uh, Dallas, if you're if you're listening to this, um, definitely when you get the event set up on Facebook, send it to me so I can get it shared. Um, that's definitely uh, something I'd, I'd like to do. And then, John, um, any updates for uh, the event or anything? You're obviously open door policy. You're more than welcome to come back on and discuss those because um, I, I want this event to be successful um, for the community. You know, I, this is something that... Uh, you know, I want to see more builds like what Brian's doing. You know, no Mopar left behind. Let's get them out of. Let's let's bring them back from the dead and run them down the track. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, right? <laughs> um, speaking of which, Brian, why don't you go ahead and plug your project and your channel so we can get you up to uh, screw five hundred subscribers. Let's get you up to that four digit. That uh, oh yeah, that yeah, thousand subscribers. About a race, yeah. It's uh, Dust Devil Garage working on the knuckle duster. Building it from scratch. Building it from a from shell. Scratch. From a shell to go down the eighth mile mm-hmm. at the No Name Nationals. Awesome project. Tall John, you've just been hanging out in the background, man. Let's, let's, I like that. Go- Is that a golden microphone that I see? How did I not see that's, the golden microphone? It's golden. Good Lord. Yeah, man, it's you're. Worth- it's worth wow. a ton of money. All John's got all the blame. <laughs> Man, I need to get one of those fancy ones so I can sit That's here. So you don't see my teeth. Shine it up. <laughs> uh, make sure you go subscribe to Tall John too. Uh, he uh, he's a guy that I need to talk more to. Uh, well, everybody tells me that you are an encyclopedia. You are a uh, I. A lot of people sing your praises, Tall John. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you know. Dig into that brain of yours and figure out what I can learn. (laughs) All right. I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to go ahead and shut her down right now. 
I appreciate all of you guys for coming on. Um, once again, the No Name Nationals. Tune into John's channel tomorrow where we can find out the concrete date and uh, we can start planning and hopefully get uh, all you guys watching and listening uh, registered for this event um, and get those YouTube channels going and get up to 500 subscribers. Um, anybody that's starting from scratch with that, if you want to come on my show and tell me all about your project and your new YouTube channel, by all means, open door policy. All right? One thing. Creators, cr creators, make your videos. Make sure to tag No Name Nationals when you make your announcement video you're participating. And viewers, if there's a creator who has not yet declared, ask them what they're what they're going to do in Sykeston. Ten four. Now, and on that, let me just ahead. say one quick thing, Chris. Go for um, it. it. I have met you. <clears throat> excuse me. I met you recently. And I've been really trying to catch up on your podcasts on YouTube. I don't have Facebook. Okay. And uh, your shows are great. So anybody that likes to hear Mopar talk, <laughs> get on to Talking Mopars. Because these shows are great. Great voice, great content, incredible. Yes. I listen to them in my car. I Bluetooth it off my phone to the car. <laughs> and I'm enjoying the heck out of them. So... Man, thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's it's incredible. It's great. The stories are great. It's just fun to listen to. Definitely, and, uh, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you on an episode. I know you got some stories. Oh <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're yeah, gonna too. mine all those stories out of Tall John. We're gonna hear them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, and, and do Dust Devil Garage too. You gotta love the guy. Absolutely, yeah. I got to get Brian on. I got to pick his brain because there's a lot about Brian that I mean we're friends, but I, I know that he's got a whole history with Mopars. I. I I love digging in. I didn't even get to dig into John's history with Mopar. So, John, you're going to definitely have to come back. I got to dig, dig in a little bit more. Because that's, that. you know, aside from the cars, you know, the, the funny premise of Talking Mopars was originally calling it Talking Mopars because obviously the cars can't talk. So the owners can tell the cars stories. And uh, that's one of my favorite parts about the show is hearing how you got into Mopars, what Mopars you got, all that fun stuff. So oh, yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get episodes with all three of you guys individually <laughs> and uh, dig in. Okay, does that sound good? Sounds like fun. On that note, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on Talking Mopars. Remember, no Mopar left behind, and tell your friends about the show. We'll Thanks. see you guys later. I have to ask you guys a question. Is your Mopar protected? Whether it's sitting outside in the elements or inside the safe confines of your man cave, it's important to keep your Mopar protected. That's why I'm excited to announce that I'm now affiliated with a company offering an amazing solution for vehicle protection. They have everything from basic indoor shields all the way to the top of the line platinum shields, offering the very best protection to keep your vehicle safe both indoors and outdoors from elements like dust, water, snow, and even UV rays. Their products are guaranteed to fit and are backed by a great warranty. To find out more about my new affiliate, please visit TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and follow the link to their website. If you need protection for your Mopar, don't worry, we got you covered. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about this show, you know where to go, TalkingMopars.com. And you can reach me by emailing Chris at TalkingMopars.com or by leaving me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR. And you just might get to hear yourself on this show. So keep sharing those Mopar stories with me and anything else that is on your Mopar-addicted mind. Also, 
Don't forget how important it is to keep your Mopar protected from the elements. If you do need protection like a car cover, don't wait. Head on over to TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and go get your Mopar covered today. Before we shut this podcast episode down, if you want some Talking Mopars merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and cool swag like that, check out the merch shop on TalkingMopars.com. And for exclusive bonus episodes and videos only for my supporters, become a Facebook supporter today and get immediate access to those benefits. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars live. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.